Now, what, what does the Lord want to do in our life? Well, number one, God's operating system he designed for us has spirit-empowered investments in God's account. You I, need an investment advisor. Now, let's look at, look at Paul's investment advisor. Look at chapter 15. Verse 16. Paul summarizes his life. He says this, I have a spirit-empowered investment in God's account going on in my life. That's how I'm living. And he says that I might be a minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering of the Gentiles might be acceptable. Now, you can't really notice it in English, but if you would have been sitting in Rome getting this letter, you're, you're... mind would have been triggered by the words Paul chose to use. That, that first one, when he says that I might be a minister of Jesus Christ. You know, when you think of a minister, you probably think of a guy in a dark suit, you know, kind of a little bit, you know, you know just a typical minister. I mean, there's almost a stereotype what a minister looks like. That's not the word he uses. This was liturgos. There were eight different slaves in the Roman world of Paul's day. You know a lot of them. Dulas, uh, bond slave. Uh, diakonos, deacon, like a waiter. In the, in the ancient world, a deacon was a waiter. They kind of filled your water and everything um, as a slave. Uh, under rower, huperetes. You know all those. Liturgos was a slave that worked in a temple. And their whole life, they worked not in Jerusalem, in Apollo's temple, or in Zeus's temple, or in Aphrodite's temple, you know, wherever the, the temples were, there were slaves, and they just, they served the God. They were not freemen, they were slaves, and for their whole life, all they did is, you know, cut the wood, or clean the animal, or clean the, polish the idol. I mean, they just, and Paul, he says, I am a public religious servant. I am a slave of the true and living God. So that's how he starts. That's, that I might be a minister, I'm a slave of Jesus Christ uh, uh, in the temple. And by the way, that's a little reflection that he was the temple, Paul was, of the living God. And he knew it. He says, my body is the temple, so I am his slave. He bought me, and I want this temple to serve my God. Wow. We all are those slaves. But he doesn't stop there. He continues. Look at verse uh, 16, Romans 15, 16. Uh, A minister of Jesus Christ, the gospel, a temple slave, ministering the gospel of God. Now he uses another word. Uh, It's the word heterogouros. And and hetero is the word in Greek for temple. Gouros is is, uh, the, the working or the ministration of. And he says, I am a temple slave doing temple work. Wow. And what's your temple work, Paul? that the offering, the offering of the Gentiles might be acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. You know what he said my whole life is? He said my whole life is a partnership with the Spirit of God to invest my life for God. Now think about, we're designed with an automatic investment program already in place. It's kind of like Apple Pay. Only goes to heaven. You know, it doesn't go to Macy's. You know, it goes to heaven. And, and we're designed with an automatic investment program. We're designed to share the gospel so God is glorified through saving people that we point to Christ. We're uh, an instrument. And Paul here describes what he did for the Lord as sharing the gospel so people would get saved, so they can start becoming his offering of worship to the Lord. And so spirit-empowered investing 
means we start seeing the eternal benefit of being participating, like my dad, with his little weekly um, deposit in those savings bonds. And we start seeing all of life being connected that we want to, we want deducted from our time every week, our 168 hours, we want to sacrificially as a temple slave make our lives an investment for God.